la 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 la. Oh hi, I didn't see you there. Welcome to episode three of the Ginger Beardman Cast. I am Thomas, also known as Mr. MMA Action from the Mr. MMA Action podcast. But as I said in the last two episodes, this is not a mixed martial arts podcast. This is simply about everything else. Thank you guys for following us on Instagram and Twitter under the uh, Ginger Beard Man cast. And thank you for downloading all previous episodes on both Apple iTunes and also on SoundCloud. Within the last fortnight, I put out a bit of a Twitter poll to see what people wanted for episode three. Did you want Let's Talk Beards Part 3, or did you want something really, really weird? So after about a, a week and a half, all the votes were tallied, and the end result was people wanted something really, really weird. So with that being said, this is what Episode 3 is about. I'm deciding to choose two topics and then talk about them. The first one being balloons. We all know what balloons are. We've seen balloons in birthday parties. We've seen it for promotional materials. There's even songs written about balloons. But I really wanted to know exactly where did balloons actually come from. So one thing I actually didn't even know is that you think of what goes into a balloon. Now, when it's someone's birthday, here, happy birthday. Here is a hot bag of my breath and I'm giving it to you. So you actually think about what a balloon actually is, it's just just holding your warm breath inside there. But then you've also got alternatives to use, where you can have things uh, such as, you know, hydrogen, noxious oxide, you've also got your normal oxygen in there, you can almost just have air pumped into there, and you can also have helium. And for those of you who are listening to this, you might know that sometimes helium and birthday parties and people breathing and helium doing funny voices could not only lead uh, to an, a funny opportunity, but also to severe uh, heaviness in the head and possible sickness if you breathe too much helium in. But one thing I actually didn't know, I didn't know that one of the very first balloons that was made was actually made using a pig bladder. Yeah, I know, it's weird. I told my son that the other day. I said, do you know one of the first balloons made was using pig butter? He just looked at me completely confused. He said, what do you mean? And I said, well, that's a good question. I said, I want to do some research to see how exactly did they actually, uh, you know, create, you know, as in go, well, let's cut this pig up. Let's eat the meat around him. Hey, that bladder there, maybe we can take all the insides out, blow it up and use it as a birthday present. Or maybe we can use it to write on. Or maybe we can use it to send a message. So it's very, very weird. But again, you know, you've got different ideas of balloons. You've got hot air balloons. I would love to go on a hot air balloon ride um, or an experience. They're the ones that you see floating around in the air all around here down in Australia. The thing that sucks about it, though, from people that I've known who've gone on them, you've got to get up at like four, 3 to 4 a.m. in the morning. So you actually have to get there when it's night time to ride something that's over by about 7 o'clock. What the hell are you doing? Why would you need to get ready at night time? I, don't, I actually want to find out why do they get you up so early for a hot air balloon when you could just get there at, say, 7, when the sun's out, and then spend a good, you know, kind of mid-morning lunch up there in the air and then come back down. Why the hell would you need to go up there so early? But that, again, is something I would really want to check out to see what it's actually like uh, to go into a hot air balloon. But it's, yeah, really crazy that if you think when you had hot air balloons all around... So with that being said, I wanted to find out when was the actual first balloon made and who actually made it. And what I actually came across was the information and the year and the person that invented the actual first balloon. And that person is the name of Michael Faraday. 
Now, he actually made the first balloon back in 1824. So if you actually think it's really not that old of an invention, you know, it's been made in the last, you know, 200 years. So he actually did that. That was a rubber balloon at the time. So reading some of his notes here, it's like balloons in their various forms were invented for use in military communications, as I was saying around passing a message, scientific experiments, and transportation. The hell are you trying... Oh, as in, oh, ah, I get it, see? I was going to say, how the hell do you put someone into a balloon? But then I thought, possibly hot air ballooning. But it wasn't long before people began to have fun with them. The first rubber balloons were made by Michael Faraday in 1824 for use in the laboratory. So there you go, guys. Michael Faraday, thank you for giving us the idea to bro our breath into a bag and give it to someone for their birthday. So again, that's how uh, that's the when fern, balloons first came out, which is just something I wanted to think about because I recently celebrated a birthday. Now, as I was looking at the balloon, I thought, why the hell would you give someone your air? What the hell is this about? Now, the other topic I wanted to talk about kind of rhymes with the word balloon. I want to talk about the moon. Now, the other day I was driving my car and uh, my son said to me, do you think there's life on the moon? And I'm a big conspiracy nut. I've always been into conspiracy theories in my younger years from all different things, from UFOs to Area 51 to 9-11 conspiracies. And I've always wondered about the moon. I know you had the moon landing. For those of you who don't know that, we actually had a man on the moon. Yeah, in the late 60s, we actually had the astronauts go up on the moon. Or that's what they want you to think. I've been watching tons and tons of different conspiracy links on YouTube, also on Foxtel, talking about how they believe that many of the moon landings or what happened in the moon landing was scripted, as in a lot of it was taped down here on Earth and then actually played as the original footage. Then you had some of the shots of the original footage not being good enough that they mixed and matched both the ground footage and the real footage to make the complete package and then some people believe it actually did happen men went on the moon they did their landing they came back so again i've always wanted to know exactly what is the moon what's up there what's it made of is it hollow on the inside and i remember someone saying to me when i was a kid oh yeah the moon's made of cheese the hell are you talking about moon's made of cheese i think it must have been a nursery rhyme or some type of fairy tale when i was a kid but i remember someone saying that to me it might be made of cheese just let that sink in for a sec. What the hell are you talking about? And how the hell would you know if it's made of cheese? And what the hell's cheese doing in the moon? So I've always wanted to know. I've, be I've believed for some time that man did land on the moon. I reckon it was from the 60s onwards. I reckon the moment that they landed, they would have been in the planning, okay, of actually doing this more often. You know, I definitely think there are large bases on the moon that would actually man humans to live there and work. Like they're saying on things like Mars and stuff like that. So the moon, for those of you who don't know, is that big white thing that you see in the sky at night time. It's a circular shape and it lights up the sky. I don't know how you would not know what the moon is. If you haven't seen what the moon is, wait till night time, open up your window and look outside. That big white thing there floating, that's the thing I'm talking about. So I've always wanted to know what the surface of the moon is like. People, if you look at videos, it just looks like it's a concrete or like a dirt floor, just grey, almost sandy type in texture. But I've always wanted to know was what was inside there. Is there active volcanoes or was there volcanoes? Was there large craters into there? And was there life on the moon prior to actually our humans landing on there all those years ago? And you can read tons and tons of different conspiracy theory documentation. And you can watch tons and tons of videos where they say that they filmed bases. They've had ships landing there. And there's even footage of when you've had astronauts actually on the moon communicating, saying things such as, yes, they can see us. They know we're here. 
as in they're talking about something that's already on the moon while they're placed there. Are they talking about fellow astronauts? Are they talking about fellow soldiers? Or are they talking about interterrestrial life that we have not yet had contact with? But I really, really love this conspiracy stuff. So the moon is that big, large crater that you see. And one thing I've always been keen is that the idea that in the 1960s, when all this, the international space race going on between Russia and the US for the, for the president at the time, John Kennedy, to make the announcement that we're going to fly a man from our Earth out of our atmosphere into the moon. And you would think that would only be something you see in storybooks. It would be made up. It couldn't actually happen. So for us to actually do that and actually land there would have been absolutely crazy at the time. If you think in this kind of current time that we're in, it wouldn't be difficult at all. You would think that we would have some type of mechanic that would get us there quicker than what it was like. But I'm very, 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 very interested in finding out more about the galaxy. There were some new moons, I think, that were unveiled last week that NASA said there were seven, four or seven uh, Earth-sized moons that they found last week. And that again shows you the breadth of how big our actual galaxy is. I definitely think there's a multiverse. I definitely think... Uh, the Mandela Effect is another podcast I listened to, very, very cool one that I started listening to last week, and they actually recently covered the Mandela Effect, um, and again, that's something that if you don't know, check out their recent episode, this podcast is known as the Secret Transmission Podcast, check them out on Apple iTunes and on their Twitter page. They did some fantastic episodes last week. They covered the Men in Black, and the week before that, the, the Mothman Theory, and the most recent episode, they spoke there about the Mandela Effect. So check that out on the Secret Transmission podcast. But I really love conspiracy series, and I would actually love to talk a little bit more about them in future episodes. But the moon is something that I've always been keen to know what it was like what it was like to walk there, and actually, are you floating in space? Because if you look at some of the footage, when they did do the moon landings, you did say, when you say that the flag's moving and people reckon there's no air in space, there's, there's, there's too many conspiracy theories talking about that. So again, each to their own in terms of what you believe is real, in terms of what is actually going on in space. But there you have it, guys. Two random topics from loons to the moon, for more information, you can check us out on the Ginger Beard Man cast on SoundCloud. You can check us out on Twitter, at Ginger Beard Cast. That's at Ginger Beard Cast on Twitter. Check us out on Instagram at Ginger Beard Man Cast. And if you'd like to send me an email, you can do at the Ginger Beard Man Cast at gmail.com. And this has been episode three of the Ginger Beard Man Cast. And one other side note for those of you who do check out my other podcast, a podcast, that's my brother's one, check out my other podcast, the Mr. MMA Action Podcast. We will be doing a fight companion, which is us sitting around watching the fights and talking random shit as the fights take place. We are doing that on Sunday. If you want to download Zcast uh, for Twitter, you can interact with the show, ask us questions and like posts and comments. That's all going down this Sunday for the UFC 209 uh, pay-per-view event. Shout out to my brother's podcast, a podcast with that one guy. You can check him out on Twitter, Instagram, SoundCloud and Apple iTunes and Facebook. That's a podcast with that one guy. Also check out the Brocast, B-R-O-K-A-S-T. That's B-R-O-K-A-S-T. Check it on Apple iTunes, SoundCloud, Twitter, and also Facebook. And also to the Low Cut Crew cast, L-O-K-U-T-K-R-E-W. Check them out on Apple iTunes, SoundCloud, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And what else do I need to shout out to? 
I'm just thinking about my list here. Also, shout out to Beard Club for Men on Twitter, hashtag Beard Club for Men. And also, shout out to a fella down here in Melbourne who I've had a chance to interact with a bit on Twitter. That is the Groomed uh, the Groomed Man Co. That Groomed at the Groomed Man Co. on Twitter. Check him out also on his official website, The Groomed Man Co. Check him out in Melbourne. Fantastic access to beard oils, moisturizers. Check him out down here in Melbourne, The Groomed Man Co. This has been episode number three on the Ginger Beard Man cast. Next episode is coming out in a fortnight. And I will actually, now I'm telling you, it will be part three of General Beard Health. Let's Talk Beards part three coming out in two weeks time, which will be March 16th. See you later.